Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, solo writer. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me? I'm a solo writer. Did you know that? I did not know that you're a solo writer, yeah. nor do I know what a solo writer is. Well, you'll find out. Okay. Maybe. Uh-huh. If we get to it. Okay. Yeah. I made strawberry ice cream today. That's pretty good. So I'm pretty solid, too. Yeah. you got to make a puree, Jordan. Okay. Well, how do, you, what, how do you start? What's the first step to making strawberry ice cream? Well, the first step is you're going to want to cut the greens off the strawberries, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Or do you want me to take it all the way back to going to the farmer's market? Uh, no, I think I know how to go to the farmer's That's market. That's right there at Pasadena High School. Sure, yeah. Uh, I, you, uh, you make the ice cream base, Jordan. You got to mm-hmm. get, you, uh, this is a custard ice cream. I use, you just make an unflavored ice cream. Yeah, you make an unflavored ice cream. Well, it's, it's flavored like sweet cream. Mm, okay. And then you add a puree. Mm. You can leave the milk out of the, the base so mm-hmm. that it's a little richer. Now, how do you get it to sit next to the chocolate and vanilla ice cream but not bleed over? Oh, you got to get one of those Aquafresh machines. What's that? Oh, it's those machines that they use to make Aquafresh toothpaste have those oh, three stripes. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you – I mean, I would think that that would be proprietary technology from the Aquafresh company. They just hand those out to civilians? You have to get a license. And I consider toothpaste makers to be members of the military. <laughs> you have to get That's a – That's what I call. <laughs> you have to get a license, but you don't, you don't need the nuclear codes, buddy. You mm. just – have your lawyer call their lawyer uh-huh. and come to an agreement. But you do have to and turn I, the key at the same time as a general, but right? Jordan, I don't believe that all agreements are mm-hmm. zero sum. Mm-hmm. I think there's such a thing as a mutually beneficial agreement, such as my agreement with the Aquafresh company, mm-hmm. allows me to use their ice cream machine. I mean, their I should say their toothpaste machines to make ice cream. Right. The, the opposite of toothpaste. Yeah, Neapolitan <laughs> it is the opposite of toothpaste. Right. If I've learned anything from my children's board books, it's that the opposite of toothpaste is ice cream. What's what's a board book? What's a board book? That's yeah. like uh, that's like a book for like toddlers. Oh, okay, you know right. It's I mean? like, like a, made out of a thick kind of cardboard. Yeah, yeah, sure. And there's one on opposites, and it shows you that the opposites of uh, toothpaste is ice cream. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, you want me to talk about my solo writer experience? After should we introduce our guest first? Yeah, our guest, stand-up comedian, uh, past guest on this program. Uh, he's got a brand new record album. It's called "The Only Man Ever to Have Sex." That's close. That's, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I should have I should have written it down. Uh, Dave Ross, hi. Hi, thank you for having me. How, how are, are you? you? I'm good, man. Uh, thank you, you for wearing the uh, house sneakers. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And the brand new, too. Fresh out of the box. Black yeah. and white Vans flats. Yeah. I want to ask you, uh, Dave. Yes. Because I got a, uh, these pair of Vans I'm wearing okay. are semi-recent. Okay. Did you go with the comfy cushion? I did. That's You can tell by my red tag on the side. Oh, interesting. Mine didn't have the red tag. So and you have the comfy cushion in there? I have the comfy oh, cushion okay. in there. I was a little embarrassed. Uh, Jesse, I don't know if you, you – do you have any pair – do you have a pair of Vans? Have you I, ever had a pair of Vans? You know, I'm going to tell you the truth, guys. There's a set of uh, <laughs> Peanuts vans. Oh, yes. It's got like Snoopy and stuff on them. And I've been thinking real hard about buying them off eBay. Oh, man, do it. Uh, you know, they're only like 50 or 60 bucks, but the truth is I got a lot of shoes. I've, yeah. I've never owned vans myself. Oh, interesting. Vans had, also has I've, a... Sorry. I've had a Converse All-Star before. Mm-hmm. Had many a Converse All-Star in my day, and there's quite a few Keds, but mm-hmm. no Vans. A Jack Purcell? Yeah, I think sure. I've got a pair of Jack Purcells. Are these Keds that you have on right now? 
Uh, what I've got on right now is a yes, they actually are. They're a Keds collaboration. Uh, no, Converse collaboration. <laughs> oh, okay. British brand Nigel Cable. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they look. I mean, they look very similar to the Vans that we're both wearing. Very was, much so. Yeah. We're all wearing a. We're all wearing a a, a plimsoll. Yes. That's the style of shoe. This uh, one is like a British military shoe. It does have the the rubber toe on yeah. the front. Anyway, well, that's for when I'm kicking ass. Uh, thinking about your... Makes uh, the, the ass easier to wash. Sure, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the peanut shoe you got your eyes on. Yeah. I just found this out. Vans has a thing on their website now where I don't know what the cost is. I would imagine 100 or so dollars, but you can upload your own design that they will print onto a Vans pair of shoes, and you can just buy those. That seems pretty rock solid. That yeah. seems like a great value proposition. Absolutely. So maybe you don't need to get a Peanuts one, whatever, even closer to your personality. Finally, you I can wanna... get a left shoe that says poo-poo and a right <laughs> shoe that says pee-pee. Yeah. <laughs> I already got that knuckle tattoo. <laughs> right. Pow, right. Pow, pow. Knuckle tattoo. Honestly, Jordan, I feel like I might do that now that you say it. Yeah, do a it. A shoe that says poo-poo hey. on the left and pee-pee on the right. Hey, if you're out there, that's a that's a free ad. And if you're listening, if you're out there from the Vans Corporation, if you're- Oh, my Lord, yes. It's Steve Dornan. It's the guy who invented Vans, I think. I think his name is <sighs> How do you John know Van. <laughs> right, yes, John Van. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you're out there and you want to make an official poo poo pee pee Vans, yeah. I'm okay with it. That could be a collaboration. That can be Vans X Jordan Jesse Go. I think that's a good idea. I I'll say I'll say this. Yeah. My first thought when you describe that, Dave, is I'm just going to make my own Peanuts Vans. <laughs> wow, that's funny. <laughs> so that's my first. But for more than they would cost on eBay, and I realize more. I realize the problem is I, I don't have the license. Yes. However, I got that Aquafresh license. Oh, okay. Oh, right. I think I'm going to make toothpaste vans. <laughs> okay, I was going to say you could trade the estate of Charles Schultz <laughs> your toothpaste machine for the Peanuts license and then make the van. Wait, what is yeah. this Aquafresh? How much of a joke uh, and a riff is this Aquafresh thing? Uh, 100%. Although I okay. do like the, the silver extreme Aquafresh t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, uh, toothpaste. You like it. Okay. Yeah, no, that's a nice toothpaste. Yeah. I don't know what it says about uh, you and what I know about you, Jordan, uh, sorry, Jesse, that I believed you when you said you owned the license to Aquafresh, <laughs> but I did. Uh, <laughs> You're, you got toothpaste money in my mind. Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Proprietary toothpaste technology. I've only got dollar store brands, like a Freshen Up or something. Wow. Well, that's pretty good still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the new, the new shit in the world of... So Vans, I mm-hmm. love... I love wearing a Vans, and I love wearing a Vans without socks. You've been a van man as long as I've known you, I Sure, think. yeah. Um, and, you know, and I think the thing with Vans, and Dave, maybe you'll back. I don't know. Are you, are you a lifelong Vans guy? You strike me as you, you maybe would. I am. Uh, only not lifelong because I was once a baby. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> and my right. parents were not Vans, put Vans on the baby people. Both right, uh, of you are total people, Avril Lavigne-style skater boys. Damn right we are. Couple, to the skater, bone. Yeah, a skater boy who uh, yeah, I say twisted see you later, his ankle boy. once on a skateboard <laughs> when I was 11 and never got back on. Yep. In oh, that yeah. sense, I am a skater boy. I have right. been, a, I skated on a skateboard twice. The first time I fell off and I hurt my butt. And mm-hmm. the second time I fell off and I hurt my butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Skateboards should come with butt pads. Go they, ahead, Jordan. They should. Yeah, why um, is it only knee pads? 
I think yeah. you just got to toughen up that butt. No, oh, yeah. You sort ca- of like, you but in fairness, you say that butt. to everyone. That's true. <laughs> toughen up that butt, yeah. I say. I used to give him a little pat on the fanny, but you know, it, different times. Yeah. Different times. New times. It was a different time. Yeah. Yeah. No longer include the fanny pat unless I'm explicitly asked for it. Yeah. Um, so I so the thing about Vans is that they are they are tough on the feet when they're new. Yeah. Traditionally, they're tough on the feet. Uh, you got to break them in. Yeah. There and it's a it's a process. You know you gotta you know you gotta you know you gotta you gotta rough them up a little bit. Gotta because, wear them in the bathtub. Sure. And it's <laughs> yeah exactly totally. And, and and if you are a guy like me who loves wearing them without socks, uh, you know you're gonna blister. You're gonna blister. It's just gonna it's just part of the part of the process. What are you going to put you what, put some body glide on there? You put some body glide on there. <laughs> um but Vans there's a, the new shit. They have something called Comfy Cush where inside the van is a pad <laughs> that says Comfy Cush on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's, it feels like a fucking dream the second it's you incredible. put them on. It's amazing. It no and I feel like and I and you know I feel like a poser. That I'm wearing the comfy cush. You shouldn't, man. Yeah, I do. I you feel, shouldn't. Isn't that part of the thing? You break them in. You lead a tough life. You get out there. I... Kick some shit. Show some people who's <laughs> boss. And then your vans break in because you've been fucking Absolutely living life. Absolutely not. Absolutely not, man. Oh, life they're is so about... soft. They're so soft. They're so soft. The comfy cush. You, we should be aiming to feel good and feel safe. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... can, I, can I make that the new slogan of Jordan, Jesse, go? Aiming to feel Feel good and feel safe. <laughs> so, yeah. Absolutely, please do. And I'm serious, man. I look if people look at me wearing these vans and what they're what they think is that I got blisters on my feet and my life has been hard. You know, good for them. <laughs> but uh, when I I was I was so happy for the ultra cush thing because I was already wearing a Dr. Scholl's. I was gelling in there. Mm-hmm, sure, you know what oh, I mean. Wow. And I also like. Are you cushion and gelling now? I no, because when you're gelling inside of a van, it's hard to fit your whole foot in there. Sure. <laughs> it's a small shoe. Uh, but I and then I started buying no show socks, so it looks like mm. I am not wearing socks, and it looks like I'm wearing a regular van. When in reality, uh, I am comfortable as hell, and my feet don't stink, and I don't uh, have blisters. Can, it's all, I'm all I, for show. Can I tell you what? I, can I tell you what I've usually got in my plimsolls? Yeah, yeah. I hit that fucking line at the Kaiser Pharmacy. <laughs> Grab me a pair of fucking thirty nine. I don't care. I, money is no object right, to me. Sure. When it comes to insoles, well, you got that. I'm prepared money. to drop thirty nine dollars on Superfeet brand insoles. Damn. That's the Cadillac yeah. of insoles. These things are tremendous. You're They're not- in your shoe right now as we speak. Yeah. Wow. Feeling. Fantastic. That's the thing. Just put the insoles in your shoe. Don't feel bad. The support is extraordinary. I could go anywhere. <laughs> I just think, and Dave, I don't know if you've, let me know if this has been your experience. But, I mean, you know, obviously when you're wearing the Vans without the socks, mm-hmm. odor is an issue. Absolutely. And I usually try and I have some, I Gold Bond's a favorite product of mine, but I've recently been going to the Army Surplus store and getting Army brand, or Army... Army foot powder. <laughs> Army foot powder. Army foot pi- powder wow. is very inexpensive. <laughs> uh huh. And I imagine it is stronger than Gold Bond because <laughs> it's you know 
It's for, for army our, men. It's for army it's men. For army the only thing who are stronger the than men. The only thing stronger than an army man, of course, is a semen. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if there's any semen brand powder out there, yeah, you need to get some semen powder. Uh, let me yeah. know. <laughs> sure, my Pow- semen actually comes out as a powder. <laughs> right. Whose doesn't? Does yeah. anyone's not? Mine oh. certainly does. Okay, well, we're okay, good. Well, we're three men with normal semen. I was very worried that you were about to tell me that semen was not a powder. No, it's a poof. <laughs> it poofs out. <laughs> Absolutely. Sometimes a flag comes out of my dick that says bang. <laughs> <laughs> I have some problems with clumping. Uh-huh. But absolutely. that's because I don't I should be consuming an anti-caking agent. Right, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> but Yeah, you also uh, need to get that comfy comfy sole in your pants yeah, or you exactly. get it. Ultra yeah. cush. So when things yeah. start to get sweaty, I like to you know, I like to powder my feet with army powder. Damn dude, just wear socks, you know what I mean? No, never! No! <laughs> I will not. That's not the solution, Dave. That's, your easy solution is wrong. No. They're so cheap. and they I now, do things my way. They make the socks that look like you're not wearing socks. I should get some of the socks. I'm not, I wish. It's so funny. I even had, as I was leaving, I was wearing these ankle socks, and I, I was like, I should change my socks because I like to look as if I'm not wearing socks. And that would have been so great yeah, to make my argument, it. but I can't. I cannot win this argument now. Well, you didn't want to come in here looking like an asshole in ankle socks. I know, and I did. Like some teeny bopper off to do aerobics. <laughs> like a little skater boy. Yeah. Sure. You know what? See you later, boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you but put I do, army... I've been, I've been army powdering my feet. <laughs> but does it have a cooling effect? Yes. Okay. A cool? A have tingle? You, have you imag- thought that maybe uh, the fact that your feet smell is why you're a solo writer? Could be. Honestly, could be. We'll get into it, though. Yeah. But I do feel like the comfy cush is fighting the army powder. Ah. It does, my, my worry is that the comfy cush is absorbing odor in a way that the standard non-cush van is not. Interesting. Because they're a little stinky, guys. St- I'll be honest oh, with you. I, I don't know if it's going to come through during the record, but... Well, the, shoes are, the shoes and therefore my feet have been a little stinky. A traditional van is – this <laughs> is one of these shoes where just someone poured some molten rubber in a waffle iron because yes. they needed something for their skateboards or whatever. Yeah, they keep the rubber in a cement mixer until they make the shoe. Yeah. Yeah, it is, a, it is an impermeable material they make <laughs> <laughs> the original van out of. And so, yes, that's probably why the odor isn't trapped there and it is with this – perforated, yeah. comfy material. Have you thought about bleaching them down? Look, bleaching down the cush? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds cool. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> Sounds like something to get, that would get you pretty high. <laughs> you know me, baby. Yeah. I like so that. you're saying that ble- what would the bleaching them down yeah, do? Yeah, what is that? Can you walk us through it? It would destroy the stank. Okay. The goal, oh. If the goal is to like destroy the bleach stank. bleach on it? I say just <laughs> yeah, or just soak them in bleach. <laughs> sure, I could. Soak I feel them in like bleach. that also might destroy the shoe. But you I'm talking I mean? about destroying the stank here, Dave. But it would also destroy the shoe, is what I'm I'm positing. Right. Well, first things first, buddy. <laughs> that is that okay. is also something that I that is also something that I learned from a children's board book. Yeah. Uh-huh. That which destroys the stank will also destroy the shoe. Oh right. man, I learned that from Confucius. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> he was very wise. Yeah. 
He said stank a lot more yeah, than people he realize. Did. He, he wrote really? too many board books. Yeah. That guy. For a guy with his own <laughs> ism. Sure. He yeah. said stank sure a said lot. stank a lot. Although that could be an issue with the translation. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to hear about my solo writer lifestyle? There's a lot of mentions, by the way, of Stank and Mao's Little Red Book. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, those paper tigers. Maybe yeah. Stank. Yeah. A lot of, yeah, a lot, a lot of important writers in history use the word Stank. Sure. Yeah, to our great surprise. Balzac. <laughs> Balzac. <laughs> Love to, you know, he likes to get Stank. Um, so you're a solo writer. I'm a solo writer. Do you guys know that if you... Is it writer or rider? Rider. Rider. So this is a... Oh. Do you guys know that if you go to a theme park alone, mm-hmm. or you don't care about the people you're with, right? Mm-hmm. you can get on a ride kind of quick if you go in the solo rider line. Is that real? That's real. I've never heard of this. There's a separate line just for solo riders? Yes. If you're lonely? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. If you're a lone man... <laughs> Uh, they like hand you a TV dinner while you're. Yeah, if you're one of those, if you're yeah, exactly, they hand you a can of stag chili. They eat you know, this every night. A box of Kleenex and one bullet. And, uh... <laughs> right, and you just resign yourself. To you get one last ride before you blow your brains out alone at yeah. Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Occasionally, they'll, occasionally they'll hand you a cat. Right at the top of the Matterhorn, you hear one gunshot, and that's what it is. Sure, yeah, exactly. right, exactly. Avalanche! <laughs> Wait, that's actually I, the um, the abominable snowman. Oh, ending, oh. Ending, choosing to end his own life. <laughs> yeah, he finally wow. finally realized his own abominableness. He's, right? Yeah, yeah, he's so abominable. It's, All these years, he thought he was a yeti. <laughs> right? Sure, he'll never be as, as beloved as his brother Sasquatch. I think, I think I'm abominable. And he, and he ate a bullet. <laughs> Wait, so you but yeah, you're defining so, okay. yourself as a solo so, yeah, writer. So I I'll I'll walk you through this. I <laughs> I I a, a lifestyle change I have undergone recently. Yeah. Has been I uh I I I can't talk too much about the specifics, but I went from man with a lot going on, uh-huh, to man with jack shit going on <laughs> over the course of a week and a half. Yeah. Uh I had some very very weird and very very weird uh, yeah. <laughs> job shit happened that yeah. uh, I can't talk about for fear of being sued by a giant company. But it was very stressful and personally challenging. Yeah, it yeah. Was led low. to you having a lot of free time. It was rough, and so and the company is Aquafresh. It was company is Aquafresh. <laughs> Those bastards at Aquafresh. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, if when you're under co- contract to Aquafresh and the paparazzi yeah. snaps you using Crest. Yeah, they're oh, gonna come I, after yeah. you. They're gonna come after you. I can only, and yeah, for years you've been the guy who writes the jokes on the tube. <laughs> do these tubes have jokes? <laughs> well, in this scenario, they do. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So you're creating a fantasy scenario. <laughs> I'm just having fun over like here. Like a yeah. comedy Doctor Bronner's, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, like uh, Taco Bell sauce packets have a joke on the packet. Do they? In this, they do. Fire sauce. It'll What's say an example like, of a Taco Bell joke. It'll say like, uh, "You're hot." Or something. Just a really corny. That's solid, actually. Yeah. That's actually really <laughs> a good, good piece I, of business. Uh, honestly, no notes. They must They must have gotten Bruce. <laughs> Bruce Falange, when he's yeah, not writing the jokes movie, for the get Bruce. Yeah, He's writing hot sauce. They got Bruce Falange. Sure. Oh, wow. The, the medium <laughs> sauce says, you're medium. Yeah. yeah, totally. Hey, baby. Yeah. You're looking real medium today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, listener. You're looking pretty medium today. <laughs> the issue is it's a whole extra day of training for the staff there that they have to give out the the hot one first to set up 
the medium, the medium joke. One. Yeah. Right. But it's... You have to work there to get the joke. Absolutely. <laughs> right. You don't have to be crazy to work here at Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> but it helps. Uh, so yeah, I, so I just, I, I, you know, and I'm just, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm trying to get shit going. I'm trying to get it together, but you know, I had just this Friday where I had, I had something and it got moved. So I'm just sitting there going, well, shit, got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. What do I, what do I do with this nothing weekday? And I'm like, oh, there's a new Jurassic Park ride at Universal Studios. I can, which I had been to Universal Studios not too long ago when the thing opened because I wanted to ride. But then it's like <laughs> it's like two and a half hours wait. A long time. People are excited about this thing. And I think, Jesse, like you, I, I can't do a long line. I just don't want to, you know, I don't care how many animatronic dinos are involved. I just I just don't want to. I yeah. just don't want to. And so, you know, I kind of res- I was like, I'll, I, will, I do want to ride this thing. I will come back. And and do it. So it's not a totally new ride. I think they just added some new shit from the new movies to the old ride. My system yeah. is I either show up at 8 a.m. and it's breakfast or I show up at 1 p.m. and it's lunch. I'm not standing in line for brunch. Okay. Wow. Not, you know. <laughs> sure. Oh, right. I'm out. If the, if, we're, if, we're, if, we're, if the analogy here is a hip restaurant. Yeah. No, that's good. That's a good policy. Yeah. Man, I, I, uh, I guess I haven't been brunching in a minute. Because I forgot about brunch lines. Yeah, it's the fucking worst thing in the world. You're yeah. hungry and you have to stand in line? Yeah. Fuck that. And there's usually one bee. Yeah. There's just a bee there making you scared sometimes. <laughs> they want the mimosas, I Quit think. Quit bumbling, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I went, to, I went to Universal Studios at... Can we just acknowledge the anguished sound that Brian just made? It sounded like a fucking... Uh, uh, a Sasquatch speaking of <laughs> <laughs> just I made that half a B joke and then uh, B half a joke. I think I think when Brian when, just went, Ow! I think when Brian stops stops enjoying the show, maybe it's time to wrap it up. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I do like that we have a metric for whether or not we are doing well. Yeah, there's this distant muffled laugh that comes a little delayed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a deeply troubled. Maybe Brian was just thinking back to a time he'd been stung by a bee. That's true. Yeah, so I hate bees. Okay. I hate you bees a lot. You just don't like the mention of bees. Yeah. But you didn't think Jesse's joke was good. Oh, no, it's a great joke. Great Thank joke. God. Great okay. joke. Mm-hmm. Just the subject matter got me good. See, here's the thing. I can tell he's bullshitting because he would have said it was a perfectly fine joke mm-hmm. if he was being frank. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm not buying this. It was a great joke. Even I know it wasn't he's a great joke. He's backpedaling. He's <laughs> backpedaling. Perfect joke. Perfect Has there joke. been a... <laughs> wow. 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 That's a big yeah. compliment. Should have been on 30 Rock. Okay, so mm-hmm. you decide... Did you decide to go to Universal Studios? I did. So I, I'm like, I'm going to go, uh, you know, and I have the I have the Universal Studios app. So I was driving there <laughs> at... Sorry. Yeah? I just laughed in your face. Dave, I don't have a lot going on. I don't have... I'm just trying to... I had a lot going on, and now I got jack shit, so I'm just trying... But how long have you had the app? Did you have the app while you had a lot going on? I've had the app two years. (laughs) Okay. All right. Uh, No, I got the app on my first visit when the line was too long. He ordered the app when he was waiting for a table. (laughs) I honestly thought... It's mozzarella sticks. (laughs) Honestly, I, I... This is... I did download the Universal app because I thought it was a dating app, and I thought it was the fastest way to meet Shrek. 
Man, how is that not the end of the show? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's got to be the last thing you say. <laughs> and I blow my brains out like an abominable snowman? Yeah, totally. You can't just say that's the fastest way to meet Shrek, and then we say other stuff. <laughs> yeah, Brian, edit it so that's the last thing that's said in the show. Yeah. Wow. So you got the app because you were at Universal Studios. I was at Universal, and I was kind of con- – because I wanted to ride this Jurassic Park ride. Uh-huh. And I was just constantly checking back to see if this line was going to go down, and it, it did not. What's supposed <laughs> to happen in this ride? Your dinosaurs attack? Dinosaurs? Yeah, I mean, much like – Oh, I've been on this ride. Yeah, they like uh, – there's a part where the track tilts and a T-Rex like grabs the side of your car, right? Or is that the King Kong? Ride? That's the you're thinking of the old King Kong tram. <laughs> yeah, uh, that also involves one dinosaur, right? Uh, it's I like the general universal. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. I know what this ride okay. is. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's like a, you're, uh, you're there's a little red cable car mm-hmm. or trolley. Yeah, it goes ding ding, and it goes around and through a hole in the wall, and okay. then when it comes out. It's in the land of make-believe. So this is Mr. Rogers. (laughs) Mr. Rogers. Okay. Well, either way, Uh, we can meet Shrek there, right? Yes, yes. Shrek's everywhere, baby. Wait, hold on. Okay. I I know what it is. You know this right. Okay. We'll give you... Jesse, you have one more guest. Dave, you have one more guest. (laughs) Okay. You get Give everybody one more guest. This is the one where you get Mm -hmm. in a submersible. Right. (laughs) And you go deep into the ocean, but Mm -hmm. you have these... High tech mm-hmm. 3D IMAX cameras. Mm-hmm. And you're oh, recording you're of James Cameron's weekend. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Sorry. Sorry. I am. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. I was. James, Sorry. James Cameron's uh, Sorry. Sunday fun day. Sorry. <laughs> Going underwater. And Dave, do you remember rift. what it is that Yeah. No, isn't right? it the one where you get into a tiny boat uh-huh. with like yeah. eight other people and right. then you very slowly meander through an oddly cartoonish world of tiny people who sing a very annoying song? <laughs> right. <laughs> this is Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Thinking of a rerun of Gilligan's Island on <laughs> Me TV. So is that what it is? Uh, no. So this is a and it is much like a, the experience of watching a Jurassic Park film. You show up at a park prepared for an education. And Chris list. Pratt is there. And Chris Pratt is and he's now so there. Hot. He was not there before. Chris Pratt <laughs> is there. Bryce Dallas Howard is there. B.D. Wong also there. Okay, great. Uh, all of them looking great. Oh, that's nice. I'll say looking great. And so, yeah, they were not there before, uh, but, you know, because they're incorporating stuff from the new movies into sure. this kind of older ride, uh, you know. They're, Is Chris Pratt actually there? Uh, he's on there on various screens. Oh. <laughs> I was really hoping for a Chris Pratt animatronic at the end, oh, like waving at you and telling you you did a great job. I really am. <laughs> you great job on the ride. I'm sorry, Anna Ferris. <laughs> I'm part of a weird church now. <laughs> <laughs> See you later in every movie. <laughs> uh, so, um, so yeah. So they, so it's this older ride. They're adding stuff from the Jurassic World movies. Um, yeah. So you're on a boat ride. Everything's going great. But then uh, you learn via screen with Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard on them that the Indominus Rex has escaped. And the the park has been thrown into chaos. Wow! This is now this is an incredible dinosaur. Yes, <laughs> it's a Tyrannosaurus Rex with its DNA mixed with another dinosaur, with a right. raptor, right? Uh, with Shrek, actually. Wow! <laughs> it is yeah. a Tyrannosaurus with wow. so he's really this cranky. Thing is incredible, and there's twenty five percent Doctor Desoto in there <laughs> for cleverness, like coming up with clever tricks. And <laughs> wow! This is a DeSoto? very scary. It's a character from a children's book that we discussed, I believe, on last week's program. 
program. Ah, well, yes, yeah. I'm I'm very fucked up for these. Yeah, he's so, a mouse. He's a he's a mouse dentist who tricks a fox. Oh, okay, that yeah. sounds fun. Well, it's aren't very we all? Fun. Yeah, you're gonna you're definitely gonna want that DNA inside your Indominus. Sure. And since there's Shrek DNA in this Indominus, can you if does the dinosaur become a person if you kiss it? Uh, yeah, well, no, but he does fart along to Smash Mouth. Oh, wow. He does fart in rhythm with various Smash Mouth songs, although That's one of cool. them not all-star. Oh. Walking on the Sun. Only. Oh, okay. It's the only only Walking on the Sun. Interesting. Yeah. Not Why Can't We Be Friends. No, sorry. Yeah. None of the songs from the movie. No, <laughs> weirdly <laughs> enough. I don't understand how genetics works, Dave. That's yeah. I'm not, not a... B.D. Wong. What do you You're think just he a is? Solo Gregor writer. Mendel? I don't know who that is. This is the guy who invented genetics. Go oh, ahead. Sure. God, of actually, course. No, you're actually, it's actually B.D. Wong. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the Jurassic Park movie. It's, it's B.D. Wong. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I rode the ride. Uh, we escaped the Indominus. Wow. Thanks to uh, Blue the Raptor. The friendliest raptor. The one that likes Chris Pratt. The one that likes Chris Pratt. Can yeah. I just tell you that mm. my daughter saved her money to buy a Blue the Raptor like, do you know what, like, a hockey goalie's helmet or, like, the new style of baseball catcher's helmet <laughs> mm-hmm. where it's, like, two pieces, one on the back and one on the front with it with elastic straps and, like, in, like, a, in, like, a full face mask that's kind of uh, aerodynamic looking a little bit? I can yeah. picture it. Yeah. Uh, it's that, but it's a raptor, mm-hmm. and it makes noises when you move your jaw. It's it has an opposing – it has a oh, movable jaw things. on this helmet. Yes. And so when my daughter goes, it makes noises. Wow. Really? I've had my head inside of a wolf version of that. (laughs) And you open your mouth and it opens its mouth with with you and it roars. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It's a truly remarkable. It's cooler uh, technology than an iPhone, for sure. Huh. Yeah. How how into your day can you incorporate this? Uh, Well, if you're my daughter- Extensively. Oh wow! Okay. I mean, are you speaking of me specifically? I mean, <laughs> I guess I, I mean a child. How, I wore it when I went to see. Uh, I wore it when I went to see the new Quentin Tarantino movie the oh, other day sure. at the Vista. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, there's, there's <laughs> really? a lot of leg room there, and you know, uh, she'll wear it in any context and just walk up behind you, and you just see a little eight-year-old girl with a crazy-ass mask on. Right. I mean, well, I think the idea is if there's a child with a raptor mask in front of you, there's one you. Don't say. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, we talked recently about the band The Locust on the show, mm-hmm. and a lot of folks emailed us that apparently The Locust are reforming. Okay, yeah, um, and I think Just they're going to be wearing those blue masks. Oh, wow, sure. yeah. oh, so it's a, it's a, it's kind of a, a sponsored thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay, I guess you got the third movie coming out soon. You're going to want it. And the, and the thing is, is like the folks over at Universal. Mm-hmm. They love, you know, they they love their Happy Meal tie-in and stuff, but they were like, what can we do with some really – there's something we could do with some really brutal noise. Right, sure. Yeah. Just some really intense growling. Right. We've never music. actually reached the grindcore community yeah. right. as the Universal Pictures. They see a lot of movies. They yeah. see a lot of movies. They go to see yeah. movies. They got their disposable income. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, what I did, when, so I got there, not only was the late wait shorter because I was there at 9 a.m., mm-hmm. but – there's this whole other thing, the solo rider line. So not only was the wait not – it was like 10 minutes. Holy shit. An already short line was made all the shorter because of the solo rider line. And well, were there? And so there were other people in the solo rider line. There were, yes. That you met and ended up sitting next to, right? Uh, well, kind of what they do is when there's like a space on the boat. If there's a 
you know, because I think most of the people going on this thing are happy families, uh, people in relationships, people with friends, people there with friends. So, you know, but so, people that were not recently fired by Aquafresh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. People who have stuff going on. People on, who don't on, have jack shit going on. Anna Ferris and her new husband. Yeah. 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 They're there every day. Just there to, yeah. just, just there to throw rocks at the Chris Pratt robot. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think you are not necessarily going to be next to another solo writer you're going to be there next to you know a family of, of four you know because sure. there's a line of five sure you know if there's a you know i guess what i was driving at is sure. see you're in the line with people right. are you by the end of waiting in line as a solo writer you might not be a solo writer anymore oh, you might have a friend sure yeah made. no 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 we're all looking at our phones <laughs> yeah okay uh well actually me <laughs> i i you know i mean i like i like the journey of the, uh, you know, I like the world of the Jurassic Park movies, and I like the journey of the theme park ride. I was a little disappointed. The solo rider line is shorter, but you don't get as much ride backstory. Oh, because you're yeah. missing some of the instructional videos that they're, right. pro- they're providing backstory. Right. Um, Did you watch some lore videos to catch up? I should watch some some Jurassic World ride <laughs> lore videos. Yeah, uh, just to make some sense of it. Um, but yeah, so I I wrote it, got on real quick, got off, got a. Duff beer from Simpsons Land. I got a a churro, a strawberry shortcake churro. Wow. From Strawberry Shortcake from Land? From Strawberry Shortcake herself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, this is a churro. I did not know that there were non-churro churros. Me neither. There's different kinds of churros now. There's kinds of churros that have stuff in the middle. Is yeah, that what you're talking, you're talking about? A that. cream churro or a chocolate in the middle churro? Yeah, so this was a churro. So I ordered, I said there was three churros. There was, well, there's four churros, one being a standard <laughs> churro. There was a chocolate okay. churro, a coconut churro, which sounded really good. Yeah, it does sound nice. Center, but it sounds pretty good. Banana, have you ever had banana? No. Where do you get a banana churro? Fuck if I know, man. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I'm just yeah. trying to I really yes threw and... a monkey wrench into this. <laughs> <laughs> How appropriate. The wrench is a monkey wrench and the banana. Oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I was but, Yeah, monkey yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so you get a, you get the strawberry shortcake churro. So is the, what third? they do, so they took, so I ordered the strawberry shortcake churro. Mm-hmm. Is the churro made of short? See, because here's the part. <laughs> All these things right. that we're describing are either a churro with a special sauce or a churro with a filling that right. could be the special sauce. Right. You dip a churro in chocolate anyway. Yeah. Maybe you're dipping it into your champurado, mm-hmm. but you're dipping it in a <laughs> chocolate thing anyway, or you're dipping it in a caramel or whatever, right. and then you put them in the middle like it was a cream donut. That makes sense. But right. did this have strawberry sugar So let me, it? I'll walk you through yeah, my Yeah, because that's yes. all those categories. Thank you, <laughs> Dave. Yeah, yeah. All those categories are still a classic churro, yes. just slightly modified. It's still got your cinnamon sugar on the outside. It's still de- a deep fried dough. Yes. So I asked for the strawberry shortcake churro. Right. <laughs> it's 9.30 a.m. Right. Uh-huh. And you've already had And I'm already beer. down <laughs> half a beer, too. Yeah. <laughs> Solo rider. Wow, dude. I love that this is all before 10. Yeah. So I, the churro lady takes out a churro, a standard-looking churro, and rolls it in red dust. Oh, that's great. And at that point, I was a little disappointed. I kind of thought what I was getting was maybe a, you know, a little, just a little bit. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. These are just different dusts you can – I mean, you're right. just getting a different dust. And I, I like that there's dust options, but – You wanted something more like a cronut. 
Yeah. Where it's half churro, half strawberry shortcake. And again, and you know, maybe oh. I have unreasonable And I don't know if they f- flay and blend her or... Right. I, I do feel like that's a tall order for Universal Studios. I mean, no, you know. No, of course. I'm, we'll see. Well, here's what happened. I get this churro, and I'm feeling maybe a little... I'm like, okay, this has been... Sure, this has been... You know, it's a 9 out of 10 day. There's right. going to be 10 out of 10, but this is still going to be pretty good. Yeah. I buy it into the thing. There's strawberry filling inside. Right. Oh, yeah. And a strawberry dust. Right. This thing is so fucking good. <laughs> this is so good. I couldn't believe how good it was. Man. And it's 9 a.m. You're getting the first batch. Did you think back I to- I probably still would have been good at 5, but the 9 a.m. churro was so good. Did you think back to the conversation that uh, I perpetrated last mm-hmm. week about how bad the food was at theme parks mm-hmm. and uh, just ch- munch on that and just think, yeah, fuck you, buddy. Fuck you. <laughs> well, you've never been anti. I win. You've never been anti churro. No, God, no, no, oh, no. But be. I will say that as good as a churro is mm-hmm. that you buy at the ballpark or the right. a a, fr- a f- out of the fryer churro. Yeah, can't that's the ch- like the baked churro that you buy from a person who's got a bucket full of churros. On the subway train or that you buy from, uh, like I said, at the ballpark mm-hmm. of the basketball game or whatever. That churro is, is very good. Mm-hmm. That's, a taste, that's a tasty <laughs> item. But when, it, when it's hot out of that giant vat of boiling oil, have you ever had that kind of churro? No, I can't even picture this. They, oh, so you just picture like, uh, like a giant copper cauldron, you know, like you would... And it's filled with oil, and they're resting in there, ready if, to go. So no, no. Okay. There's a there's a uh, like a pastry bag, and it goes, <laughs> and it splutes a churro in there, and then they chop it with a knife. Whoa! And it plops in like a turd in a toilet bowl. Uh-huh. Fries up, gorgeous. They flip it out, drop it in the dust. Hand it to you in a piece of paper. <gasps> One of the best foods there is. That sounds amazing. It's yeah, yeah uh, a dinner and a show. The mm-hmm. other thing about it is the smallest order you can do is like $3, and it's like 74 <laughs> churros. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the only thing they sell. Like, what am I going to do with all these fucking churros? <laughs> Throw them at the Chris Pratt robot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give them to your friends in the solo rider line. Like, I have literally gone to the churro guy. And bought the smallest amount of churros I was allowed to buy and had too many churros for my family of five. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like 12. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Strawberry shortcake churro. Wow. Surprise goo inside. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Got on Jurassic Park, rode it again, went home. Man. Pretty good day in the solo rider line. And this all happened before 11 a.m. and you were drunk the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. We had a nice buzz on. Blackout drunk. Certainly. I heard yes, what you said. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you drove drunk. It was a nightmare. Yeah, I bought the I bought the photo of me on the ride. They take your picture on the, you know, flume when you're coming down. And yeah, I am uh, asleep and covered in vomit. <laughs> Red vomit. This is an impressive morning. Yes. Not just yeah. in terms of achievement, but in terms of I had to sit the the I, when I went to see that Quentin Tarantino movie, it was mm-hmm. a 1:30 showing. Mm-hmm. At my favorite movie theater, the Vista in Hollywood, California. And I had to spend the time from 8 a.m. when my kids went off to school to 1.30 p.m. talking myself into being able to go to that movie by myself. <laughs> sure. This is like all I did between that time was like, you can do this. You can go to a movie by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to enjoy this movie. <laughs> sure. 
It's a it's a matinee. It's going to be reasonably priced, and it's a comfortable theater. There's if a you lot want, of, you can get Sour Patch Kids. There's a lot of leg room. There's no need for any sort of social panic. Yes, yeah, yeah, the yeah, fuck sure. out. The people that go to the Vista tend to be nice people that just want to watch a movie in a nice theater. Not the yep. type of people that are like, "Hey, buddy, get out of my fucking way!" Or yeah, whatever. God, you look fucking lonely. <laughs> the assholes at you the Edwards say to you, "Lonely yeah. prick." <laughs> <laughs> are you alone? You fuck. <laughs> Oh, man. You know what did happen to me once? One day, uh, I I was in, I was at the Santa Monica Promenade, and I was, like, taking the day off of work to get my – oh, yeah. I was – my car was in the shop, and they were like, come back in three hours. And I was like, what do I do? And the Simpsons movie was in the theaters, and I looked it up, and it just so happened that right on the promenade, the Simpsons movie was showing the perfect amount of time for me to kill and then go back to the – so uh. I went alone. And I saw the Simpsons movie, middle of the day, so there's barely anyone else in the theater. It was a perfect situation. I got a huge popcorn, huge soda. I sat right in the middle, like five or six rows oh, back God, from the yeah. front. Oh, my God. It was heaven. And then, and then like five minutes or so before the movie was starting, a woman, probably about my age now, in her mid-30s or 40s or something, came in with two children, a boy that was very young, who was like four or five, and then a girl who was 11 or 12. And they, uh, they walked in and looked at me and just sort of, sort of stood still. And I like looked at them, and then I just continued looking forward. And then for some reason, they went down the aisle right behind me, and I'm the only person in this theater. They they walked all the way over, and the little girl sat right behind me. <laughs> And the mother goes, oh, honey, you don't want to sit behind that man. And this is literally what she said. She goes, no, I don't want to sit behind that man. And then ran. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And then she ran to the end of the aisle and and stood there with her mother. And then they looked around and they picked some other seats. And they watched the movie. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But there was something about the back of my head that terrified that little girl. Yeah. (laughs) I think when you are men of our sort. (laughs) Yeah. And you are alone. Yes. Yeah. You are a threat. <laughs> yeah. And reasonably. I mean, Middle of the day, I, yeah, holding I mean, a huge, I don't even think they sell a popcorn this size. You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, give me that. And You're it was like, like popcorn dusty. popcorn does the churro man make? <laughs> totally. There is, by my house, a, uh, like the block before my block is a like 40 degree angle hill. Like an incredibly steep hill. And at the top of it is a big apartment building. And there's no sidewalks on this block. It's a real narrow kind of little street. And always, always going up this hill are like pregnant ladies, (laughs) old women with their grocery, carrying their groceries by hand. And I'll turn onto the street in my car. And every time my instinct is like, I'll just give you a ride up the hill. Like I'm going there anyway. Get in, you know. Yeah. And uh, I had to. Ha- I had to like. I had to bring my wife into it. <laughs> I said, Teresa, is there any situation? Like, because every time I have that instinct to just be like, get in the car. I'll drive you up the hill with your groceries. I'll drop you in front of your door. I'm going that way anyway. <laughs> yeah. And because uh, I know these little old ladies, they're not. They're not. The grocery bags aren't full of uh, knives or whatever. <laughs> right. And I said to my wife, is there any context where I can do this? Any context at all where I can offer this service because it would make me feel better yeah. about the fact that I'm driving up in, in a station wagon and uh, they're uh, an old lady with four heavy bags of groceries. 
Uh, my wife said, absolutely not. Oh, Under man. no circumstances are you to offer to anyone uh, <laughs> that you can give them a ride up the hill because you definitely uh, appear to be uh, uh, ready to kidnap anyone that gets in your car. <laughs> even, even though it's just a station wagon, you know? It's just a station wagon. It's not a van. No, it's There's not windows. like a panel van. Yeah. yeah. The, the car has window, But she's probably right. Yeah. It probably seems like... I was offered a ride one time uh, walking down Adams Boulevard near USC, and it was a woman probably 15, 20 years my senior, and that was terrifying. Yeah. Granted, she was pushy, and that's what was scary. She was like, hey, get in the car. I'll give you a ride. And I was like, no, I'm good. And she was like, come on, get in the car. You can hang out with me. Get in the car. And I was like, no, thank you. And you she can was hang like, out with me. You're yeah. like, well, why didn't you say so? <laughs> Yeah, what are we gonna I do play N sixty four. I think I I think I shared this on Jordan Jesse Go many years ago. But when I was maybe in like fourth or fifth grade, uh, I would take the bus to school, like the regular the city bus. Mm-hmm. And um, there were two buses, one of which went made a turn and and uh, drove an extra three blocks or so to to drop off right in front of my school, and one of which uh, didn't make that turn and dropped off at the intersection and a couple blocks from my school. Okay. And uh, one day I was at that corner. Now, you know, I had a bus pass. I had just gotten off the 14 mission. And I see, turning the corner, the 49 Van Ness mission. That's the one that would drive me the final three blocks. I see. So I'm running. I'm, I book it for the bus. Guess what cuts me off? Fucking fire truck. Fire truck pulls into the bus stop for some reason. Uh, and the bus, the 49, doesn't stop. And I'm like, oh, man, now I have to walk there. Man. Now, the firemen, they see this, and they say, oh, geez, nine-year-old boy, we're sorry. Did we just make you miss your bus? And I'm like, yeah, it's okay, though. <laughs> and they're like, well, hey, get on, and we'll drive you down the block. It's no problem. And I said, no, thank you. <laughs> what the f- Why the fuck did I say oh, no, thank you? Man, that would have I could have been... ride on a fucking fire truck. Not only would you have ridden on a fire truck and that would have been fun, oh. you would have rolled up to school in a fire truck and all your friends, you would have been the hero of the school. You'd be a different person today. Yeah. Can I tell you, can I tell you this? <laughs> oh, fire truck Thor. <laughs> yeah. I had a buddy to go to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> I was at the, I, now as an adult, as an adult man, I was at the gas station maybe a year or so ago, and I was putting gas in my putting putting gas in my car, and a bus pulls into the bus stop, and the door opens, and the driver yells, "Hey, Jesse Thorne!" Whoa! And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm Jesse Thorne." And he's like, "Keep up the good work," or something. And Whoa. I'm like, "Thanks, bus driver. This is like the most esteemed member of the community in my world by far. As a nice bus driver, that's incredible. Nice bus driver, grace." And I think when you're a kid, there are the like when you're kind of learning about the world of grownups. Yeah, like bus driver is definitely someone they introduce you to early. Like in the Richard Scary books. Oh yeah. Like there's the I mean, bus driver is such a classic grownup. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it is like fireman, bus driver, policeman. Yeah. yeah. And janitor. I, and you know, jan- janitor's a big one. Yeah. We used to take. I had a. I was in a children's chorus. And, and this was recently? Yeah, this was just recently. <laughs> My voice changed four weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I was what's called a man soprano. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> and um, I, was in a chil- I was in a children's chorus, and we would take that 49 Van Ness mission to the, to the uh, children's chorus from school after school. And if we were lucky, you know, the fare was a quarter. 
And if we were lucky, the driver would be this one driver who had a beautiful mustache and always wore <laughs> the Muni buses in San Francisco are uh, the the uniforms are brown. Right. The, the driver's uniforms are brown. And he would wear his brown uniform looking like a million dollars. And he had a little mustache and he wore a beret. And wow. the beret was like there was a few different headgear options and you didn't have to wear headgear with this uniform. It was <laughs> unusual to see someone in the beret. But it was a real, you know, it's a muni beret. Can I tell you, for some reason right now, I'm picturing Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was a little bit more like Billy D. Williams, I would say. If I was going to compare him <laughs> okay. to a celebrity, I would say Billy D. Williams. If you imagine him. He was him, doing the splits, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. In a brown suit. If you imagine <laughs> Billy D. In, in a brown suit and a beret, that's that's who it was and Got he it. would that's your van damme pole interesting lionheart yeah no uh you know no i'm not i'm, I can not, do judging. Some blood I'm, not, I'm not judging i just like i think it's interesting it's huh? interesting sure. mine is jcvd because i like self-aware mm, movies i haven't sure. seen that yet it's okay <laughs> uh there you know i'm <laughs> cop till i die yeah. sorry Ooh, that's a good one <laughs> yeah. you know how they, they have a lot of i think a lot of uh, buses don't have these anymore because you just have to pay with a card but you know the fare box where you drop the coins in and the driver can yes. see and then they hit a bar and it drops in yes he would put his hand over the top of that fare box when we kids were getting on no way wouldn't wouldn't let us pay you know what that is, baby? That's five now and laters right there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking sure. five now and laters. Buy those on your way into chorus. Man, what a dream, too, as a bus driver to be able to do that for kids and know they're going to get some candy later. He yeah. knew. He yeah, knew. he fucking knew. <laughs> and he just did it because he's that kind of guy. Yeah. You know, it's like a good priest. But I think it, yeah. set, a bad, it set a bad precedent because now you trust men in berets. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You should yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. Any children listening. Okay, it's hot in here. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. I'm Dave Ross, the only person here. <laughs> That's true. Jesse and I true. died five years ago. It's true. This is a haunted podcast. It's true. Maybe that's our hook, haunted podcast. Oh, yeah. There aren't a lot of podcasts hosted by ghosts. No, there's not. Or maybe there are podcasts that ghosts listen to, but we just don't know about them oh, because we're yeah, alive. yeah, they're on another spectral plane. Absolutely. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Jordan? Yes. Can I pitch you an alternate hook? Sure. Two heterosexual, cisgender, mm -hmm. white guys. Love it already. <laughs> who are somewhat nerdy, mm -hmm. but don't have any particular specific interests mm -hmm. that other people share. Sure. <laughs> uh, and then they just, there's no topic really. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for him? <laughs> sometimes Steve Agee is there. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> And they've all been dead for years. They've all been dead for <laughs> And it's years. haunted. <laughs> Congratulations to Steve Agee for becoming Sharkman of the movies. Sure. <laughs> from the movie Suicide Squad. Right. Yeah. Wait, what? He oh, became yes. a Sharkman. This is public public information now. It's on all the movie blogs. Uh, that Steve Agee's going to be King Shark in the new Suicide Squad. No way. Yeah. That's so cool. What? Yeah. I love him. That's yeah. great. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. He's, he's going to be great. I mean, I thought he was already great as Prince Regent Shark. 
<laughs> right. Yes, but he's uh, but he, yeah. stepping up in the, the world. The old man's gone. Yeah. yeah, the old king shark was <laughs> shot. <laughs> right. Well, there's a coup. There was a shark coup. <laughs> Uh, yeah, led man. by his son, Steve Agee. It's, uh, yeah, this it's is a really fucking dramatic, really Kim Jong Un situation. <laughs> yeah, fucking killing uncles left and right by having uh, two Malaysian women <laughs> blow neurotoxins <laughs> on them at an airport in Taiwan or whatever. And to think it all started when he tried stand-up comedy. Yeah. <laughs> right now, yeah. now Shark Week has changed forever. Yeah. That's right. Now it's Steve Agee week. <laughs> Steve week. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag it's Steve week. <laughs> Everybody's favorite week. Yeah, we celebrate Steve. All the Steves in the world. From uh, Agee to Seagal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I knew a Steve that has last name started with Z, but I don't. You know, if That's someone okay. named Steve smells blood, they relentlessly try to kill you. That's the thing they don't tell you about. <laughs> Zisu! Yes, the yeah. fictional character. Yes, from AG to Zisu. <laughs> Hashtag Steve Week. <laughs> uh, Jordan. Yes. Uh, we mentioned on the way into this, uh, on the way out of the last segment, mm-hmm. how insufferably hot it is yeah, in our recording studio so right now. That's because it's still summer, baby. And you can uh, celebrate this beautiful time of year. Uh, by going to maxfunstore.com and picking up some merch from the Summer Boys of Summer Tour. I feel like the fact that I made strawberry ice cream for my family is kind of a summer boy activity. Absolutely. I'm really bad at summer boy. I mean, I'm not a natural summer boy like you are, Jordan. No, it's true. I'm a real shumka when it comes to summer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I really struggle with it. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, not everybody can have this 9 a.m. churro lifestyle. I no. get it. Yeah. But you can aspire to it. That's why I'm here. I basically, present an aspirational figure for you, the listener. I basically had to fucking Tony Robbins myself in a mirror just to get over to the Vista <laughs> for a one thirty show. <laughs> right. You know what I just realized, too? Your perfect morning that was truly perfect, by the way. Thank Don't you. let what I'm about to say detract from that. It no. was also very branded. Mm-hmm. You had mm-hmm. you went to the Universal Studios, right. the Jurassic Park ride. You uh, had a Duff beer and a right. strawberry shortcake churro. Yeah. yeah, you drove there in your Aqua Fresh van. <laughs> right. yeah. Oh man, I'm just a corporate shill. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck. <laughs> you were wearing Vans. Oh man, I should have been stapling zines. <laughs> yeah, and working totally. For food, not bombs. <laughs> yeah. Remember when you had that? Who am I? Who have I become? You should have been blowing up banks, man. I should have been blowing up banks. <laughs> Remember when you had that uh, roommate who drove uh, an energy drink vehicle? Oh yeah, sure. Like the one that has the one that is shaped like that has a giant energy yeah. drink on the back, like it was a rocket oh, pack. My, yeah, my first LA. Can we roommate. not say the name of this energy drink? I don't drink? remember. Oh, it's what? Red Bull, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was yeah. a Red Bull, and it was like a Hyundai mini truck mm-hmm. yes. or something that they would yes. put a giant Red Bull in the back. Yeah, it looked like a Rav Four got shot with a shrink gun. She right. was like one of those promo people. <laughs> yeah, whatever. my first LA roommate was just a Craigslist person. Okay, and yeah, she was a like energy drink promo promo worker. So oh, wow. yeah, I guess they just loan you the Hyundai. Yeah, she seemed to just drive the Hyundai to like the grocery store. <laughs> Which, wow, good perk. <laughs> filling it up with monster. Oh man, good do perk. you do you know this about uh, about Warp Tour? I, I was on Warp Tour one summer as a comedian, right. which. 
Yeah, I'm sure you could imagine. Was well, those you, were briefly, you were briefly are... in Less Than Jake, though, right? Yeah, that's that's what it was. Right. Yeah. I, I didn't play an instrument. I just skanked. Sure. And, uh, you know, <laughs> everyone loved it, but, you yeah. know, they can't afford to pay that guy yeah, anymore. I mean, I think there was back in the day with the, <laughs> when you had a ska band, you needed just a guy that danced. Yeah, to let them know how to dance. People didn't know how Look, yet. Yeah. Like, we're outside New Jersey. People don't know what to do. That's sure. what Big Daddy Kane's uh, sidekick, <laughs> Big Scoob, did. Sure, yeah. Uh, but, during the early to midnight, after Kane sort of, you know, after the whole thing with Madonna and Kane's career <laughs> sure. kind of fell apart, he actually uh, was with the Mighty Mighty Boston's for a while. Oh, oh sure. yeah, I didn't yeah. know this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, well, Jerome from the time. Right, sure. A long line of an extra guy. <laughs> extra guys. Wow, I love an Ian extra guy. Parents. Yeah. Jerome uh, was not in, Jerome was actually in the St. Lunatics. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they had a Scott period. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't everyone? Yeah, we, yeah, well, Nelly's done country. He's done, yeah. So you were not a dancer. You were doing exactly what all of the snotty teens who attend the <laughs> Warp Tour want, which is a stand-up yes. comedy set. I was doing stand-up. All of them had their parents pay $55 <laughs> for a <laughs> ticket to come see me do seven minutes in the dust. Right. Um, yeah, it was difficult. It While was... My Chemical Romance is playing just on the horizon. Oh, man, it really was brutal. It truly was so difficult. But, I bet. man, I don't know if you know this, but... Monster Energy Drink sponsors the water. Mm-hmm. The well, the, right. they sponsor Warp Tour, and one one of the things they do is they provide the water for the entire festival. But one, their stipulation for providing the water for the entire festival is the it's all in Monster Energy Drink cans, right. it, cans that look exactly. So it looks like yes. people are just in the hundred degree heat pounding energy drinks. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that several. Kids each year get like exposure or whatever, <laughs> right? Whatever they, sunstroke, they die of taurine poisoning <laughs> yeah. from drinking too much energy. So drink. like, wow, General guy- category: things people die from in football practices. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, they're there with their parents to enjoy some Pierce the Veil, sure, or whatever other sh- music I don't like. <laughs> uh, Band where one guy sings and one guy screams. Totally. You know what? I just heard that there's a term for that in the. Community amongst musicians, yeah. Uh, those bands where one of them's like, and the other one's like, that is called good cop, bad cop. Apparently, interesting. I just just found this out. Um, I remember, like, I mean, I so when I worked for uh, Fuel TV, the Action Sports Network, we had to do like pieces from the Warp Tour. Oh, okay. I had been to the Warp Tour as a kid when you know the draw was rancid. Sure. Uh, Yes, same for me. Yeah. I remember this era. It was great. Dropkick Murphys. Yeah. Pennywise. Sure. Yeah. You and guys both dated Adana from the Donna. Absolutely. Sure, yeah. yeah I dated it was Donna a sticking C. point for us for a while. It was tough. <laughs> yeah, right. That's why Dave and I will always be Donna's brothers. <laughs> <laughs> the two Donna's brothers over here. Um. Yeah. And then I remember like, oh, I have to go back to the Warp Tour and like do pieces from it now. I wonder what it's like. I'm like, oh. It's not the same. That's what it is. It's one guy singing and one guy screaming. It's that combined with some guitars that go chugga chugga. Sure. And also I found out that now, well, Warp Tour's dead now, but the year I did it was one of the last three or four years. So you're the Um, one who killed it. I was. Yeah. (laughs) We're all having such a nice time. (laughs) What's great about it, though, I mean, you're like, I understand your skepticism. Yeah. Is the screaming guy is just screaming. 
screaming at you. He is. But the singing guy will go get you a coconut sandwich. He's nice yeah. to you. His voice is, his voice is a hug right Let after the punch. Let you call your lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the um, I found out the year I was on it, most of the main stage bands at Warp Tour, almost all of them, were not playing. They were straight up not playing their music. Mm-hmm. It was a track. Whoa. Playing a pre-recorded thing, and they were going through the motions. I would have been furious were I 16 and found that out. Absolutely. And so I uh, I made- They didn't th- want to rely on the sound system at the dog track? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, can you believe that every city's Verizon amphitheater doesn't have a good PA? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so- um, I made very good friends and am still very good friends with this band that was on the tour that year, Pup. And they, oh yeah, Pup's great. They're great. They're great, and they're also great people. And uh, and at that point, that's they, their slogan, right? Great band, great, great people. Great band, great, great people. people. And that's why punks like them because yeah. of how sweet they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard their music, but I've seen their uh, like their advertisements in National Geographic. Yes. Don't like, worry about what their music sounds like. They'll bake you bread. They yeah. make a nice warm coat. Their initial you know? <laughs> their initial slogan was food, folks, and fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the Yellowstone National Park of Music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they, um, uh, just like I did, had a difficult time. Difficult time sure. on Warp Tour because they weren't one of those big main stage bands everyone cared about. Their first record, it was funny because their first record had come out. They were at a point where they were selling out, you know, 500 cap rooms and stuff. But then they go on Warp Tour and 10 people are watching them. No one cares. Sure. It's bad. So one day I was sitting in their merch tent with them. And I remember this so clearly. It was in Charlotte, North Carolina, and there was a band called New Year's Day uh, that I don't remember what they sounded like, but I know that they looked like Cradle of Filth, if you know a Cradle of Filth. <laughs> but they sound. Can you, you know, give me a little context on this? Cradle of Filth is. I like, know how Big Daddy Kane looked in 1992. If that's <laughs> what, if that helps at all, a little like if uh, like if Alice Cooper were shorter. <laughs> okay. okay, sure. <laughs> but they were that, um, but a little, but like a lot more trim looking like the sure. the lead singer was a very beautiful woman they were younger uh there was a lot of neon that they wore over their black boots and mm-hmm. black t-shirts and stuff so it was like a poppy version of black metal-ish stuff sure that's the ballpark i don't really know yeah. but yeah so uh their fans not lo- that black metal isn't already pretty poppy <laughs> sure <laughs> it yeah. is it's very hooky hook based yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> music yeah. uh so T- Taylor they're... Swift got her start in black metal. No. Now oh, she's yeah. a little and then she went a little country and now it's full on pop music. But yeah. It's... Well, you know. But like there are still murder rituals. Right. That... At Taylor Swift concerts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. Do you hear this, by the way, that at, a, at the fish show that's about to happen in Denver, you're not allowed to camp because the prairie dogs around the venue carry plague? I have heard that. <laughs> that rules. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Joke's on you, prairie dogs. We've already got plague. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to die soon. Uh, yeah, so the... New Year's Day was doing some Fish sort of just come sci- out with giant leather cones over their faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry guys. Unlike most of our shows, we can't scratch today. Um, so uh, New Year's Day is doing some sort of signing, and a ton of people are uh, lined up to get whatever was signed. And for whatever reason, their fans decided to line up in front of the entire line of merch tents for other bands, <laughs> blocking everyone's view. I thought it was crazy. I was like, 
I was like, I thought there was at least a modicum of punk rock feel here. Some sort of we're in this together community DIY thing. But these kids were like, nope, fuck every band I haven't heard of. I'm standing in front of them and blocking their view. Sure. And so we're sitting in the pup tent, and these kids are just blocking the tent. And so we're just yelling at them. That's fun. Pup tent. Pup tent. In the pup tent. Yeah. Uh, It was pretty big, actually. That's the irony. (laughs) Uh, And uh, we were just yelling at them to buy pup albums and stuff and at one point this kid turns to us and he goes so oh every, every day every band on the tour got two cases of monster tour water and it really did look just like a monster energy drink can but in small letters at the bottom it said tour water <laughs> and um so these kids are like hey we'll buy a pup album if you give us some of those monsters and uh and we were like oh uh those are just water uh, and the kid was like, what the fuck? They're lo- what? That's bullshit, man. That's fucked up. And then Stefan, the lead singer of Pup, goes, also, Monster's fucking gross, man. Why do you want that stuff? <laughs> and the kid goes, whoa, dude. You will get your ass kicked saying shit like that around here. Wow. <laughs> like, what? Wow. And then this kid's friend, his head pops around the corner and goes, what do you fucking say? <laughs> and the guy goes, they're talking shit about Monster. And the kid goes, wow, you will get your ass beat saying shit like that around here. Did he think that it was a company <laughs> run by actual monsters? I don't know. Were they concerned were, about Frankensteins? Were the the, car- the cast of Monsters, Inc.? They were going to come. Oh, sure. Mike <laughs> perhaps the Monsters. <laughs> From Space Jam, yeah. Is that were they called the Monstars? Yeah, the Monstars. I don't remember those were the that. evil aliens from Space Jam. No. Yeah. So anyway, anyway what we, we fought those kids. <laughs> what we were saying is that we have a lot of summer boy merchandise in the Max Fun Store. Yeah, right? yeah. MaxFunStore.com. Max so you can get challenge coins, you can get posters, and you can get beach balls plus. Monster energy drinks that are full of water, which are also <laughs> great for uh, disaster relief. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, monster energy drink. Them and Guy Fieri are saving everyone. Oh, yeah. God bless them. We owe, we owe it all to them. Yeah. Uh, hey, God, I wish I was a celebrity chef. I could just go and say, oh, I'm making jambalaya for all the disasteries. <laughs> then <laughs> you still can't. You could say that. You could yeah. do that. Go make jambalaya. I Nobody's going to turn down your jambalaya. Make strawberry ice cream for make strawberry. Hand out ice cream. I need one of those gigantic copper cauldrons. Oh, yeah. Can well, I have to team up with the churro guy? Why? Because you're making churros? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Damn. That's what people need <laughs> in a disaster. Run up there and give them some churros. I mean, how much andouille do you think I have? Jordan, I don't. I don't know what your situation is. <laughs> well, I don't have that much. That's andouille. your private issue. Your I got sa- a couple your sausage and some zatarain. Your sausage is your issue. <laughs> I'm not going to pry. Okay, fair enough. Uh, hey, we uh, have some phone calls uh, that our pal Brian has collected for us. People who have given us a call at 206-984-4-FUN. Colleague uh, Brian. Colleague, excuse me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call Brian our friend. <laughs> I don't want Brian to expect an invitation to my next birthday party. <laughs> when something momentous happens to you, uh, we ask you to call us at 206-984-4-FUN for our segment, Momentous Occasions. Here's the first call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and uh, the guy who does the voice for Strong Bad. This is Davey calling Close. from Virginia with the I want to see. It was really nice. In celebration of anal August, I wanted to let you guys know that after a great experience with a penguin-shaped clit-sucking vibrator I had bought, my wife yesterday went on a website and spent $200 on various sex toys to go in my butt, uh, or our butts, and actually a thing that goes in to both of us at once, somehow, called a sharing vibrator. So yeah, uh, I have you guys to thank 
for all the years of making me feel comfortable enough with these ideas that she got the idea to go get some stuff to peg me with, which will be a new experience for both of us. Keep it sleazy like Sunday morning. Bye. Dave, you look confused. <laughs> no, you know what's funny is that I am, man, I, I'm so sex positive. I'm yeah. all in, dude. I'm, I'm all up for whatever makes people feel good and makes them feel like themselves. And also, I think you should have let me know about anal August. You know what? Yeah. You know what? Dave, that is very fair. There that was, is we very had, fair. To be clear, we had one of those liability release signs at the door. That's like, true. Like, yeah. when they're shooting, like when they're shooting a movie at the mall. Mm-hmm. You might. It does say on the door, by entering this premises, you are agreeing to hear about anal. Yeah. <laughs> and I, <laughs> That's nice. And you know what? I'm glad this is it's not strictly speaking an anal device, but I'm glad that the clit sucking vibrator gets a shout out on yeah, the program. Absolutely. And that it was penguin shaped. You know, our, our friend Shenny Chardin mm-hmm. from Boing Boing, past multiple time past mm-hmm. guest on Jordan Jessica, wrote a post about these uh, uh vibrators on Boing Boing. Mm-hmm. I read it, I I bought one. Mm-hmm. This thing works like a dream. Sucks the clit, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, this is the. I. It's funny. I. I just now, in that phone call, learned about both anal August and the clit sucking vibrator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess they're I just, expensive. They're not cheap. I would imagine because it sucks three and vibrates. Three digits. <laughs> yeah. Three but, digits. But worth Whoa. it. How many? How deep into the three digits are we? So not, not that deep. Into oh, okay. So That's this not is that the. Bad. What's the name of the insole that you buy? Yeah. This is. Yes. <laughs> this is the. What is the name of that insole that I the like so much? Mouth. The I sma- yes, the exactly. smash mouth. Yes. Exactly. This is the smash mouth of vibrators. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, if it sucks the clit and vibrates, I would imagine it's a little costly. It's cool that it's in the lower three digits. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Dave. For your for your benefit, we celebrate a, a, a month we call Anal August, okay. and people can use that month to either you know explore uh, some new sexual yeah uh, uh, possibilities, possibilities sure. or just any new possibility they like. It's oh, a I like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I mean, and I think, he took it on the nose. Yeah, this sure. Yeah, well, yeah. up the ass. Yes, he took yeah. it up the ass. Yeah, uh, on the nose. Up, up his ass. Most people we <laughs> find are taking it very literally, but yes. we don't yeah. want to, you know, restrict it to the anus. Because yeah. again, we like you. Whatever you're into, if you're not into butt stuff, that's just fine. Sure. Now I do have to say that when he said that his wife purchased for his family a uh, his and hers machine. Yes. I immediately pictured them standing <laughs> butt to butt. Mm-hmm. But like standing. bent over like a oh, okay. like a like a sh- in a T shape the two of <laughs> right. them. Uh with their butts connected <laughs> by this machine. And that's a funny image. Absolutely. That's great. I mean very sexy for me, but sure, yeah. yeah. God, We're I'd love I'd love it. to be in a T. Wow, that's funny cuz I was a in a sexual T. As you were describing it, I was thinking of it non-sexually for some reason. Right. <laughs> I don't this know is why. like a cheerleading move. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not using the device. They're just bent over at a T. Yeah, because uh, like that's an after, how they like to hang like out. Like a high T. <laughs> uh, definitely <laughs> right. Not. You get a little cucumber sandwich <laughs> out of the deal. <laughs> nice Earl Grey. Okay, yeah. let's play another. Let's play another call. Hello, Jordan, Jesse. And a third person who is neither Jordan nor Jesse. Nailed it. Wow. I'm going to play a straight numbers game on this and Very accurate. guess that it's 
Steve Agee. Oh, blew it. Just statistically <laughs> speaking, that's what I'm going to go with. R-S-T-L-N-E. Uh, I'm calling today with a momentous occasion. Um, I don't know if you can hear them in the background, but today I adopted three runner ducks. Um, and uh, I have not had runner ducks in a long time. I'm really excited to have these three. Um, and many of my <laughs> poultry and animals, um, I have a small uh, farm of rescue animals. Many of our animals are named after um, different Max Fun uh, entertainers and uh, Max Fun affiliated people. So, for example, I have three ducks. Um, that are Rowan's, and they're all brothers, and they're called the Quackeroy brothers. And then I have three Pekin ducks, and they are uh, Sydney, Teresa, and Rachel Quackeroy. That's fun. Um, I've got a couple of lizards that are named Ross and Carrie, Mm -hmm. and a turtle named Tidy Diskin. So you get the idea. Um, But anyways, these three runner ducks that I got today, I'm naming them... Jordan, Jesse, and Sunny D. And so that's what I wanted you guys to know that uh, now you have uh, three runner ducks named after you. And they're kind of like the tall, skinny ducks. They're really, really adorable. I'll send you guys a picture. Anyway, so you have ducks named after you. And that's my momentous occasion. Thank you for your wonderful podcast and all the good you do in the world. Keep doing it. Love you guys. Ah, uh, we, was you. Wonderful. we got ducks. We got our own ducks. Is that, am I Sunny D? You, uh, yeah, you are now. <laughs> Brian, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Dave Ross is the new Sunny D. <laughs> Producer, baby. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, that's great. I, I did, I, you know, maybe it was just kind of what we had been talking about, but I, when she was talking before she kind of explained the animal angle of this, I did hear the yeah. in the background, and I'm like, is she at Warp Tour? Yeah. <laughs> is she listening to one, ba- one of those bands where a guy sings and a guy screams <laughs> that's a new wave wow, wow, you ever wow. heard that's a new wave in heavy rock right yeah it's a guy who sings like an angel like in a falsetto like Smokey Robinson right and then a distressed duck right a good a cop, duck that's quack upset. cop <laughs> right. actually have you heard of the band and I'm not kidding at all they're called Hate Beak do you know of this band <laughs> oh they're the band where a bird sings <laughs> yes there's uh, also K-Ninus where yes. a dog sings and this are, these are the same people who do this oh really the, <laughs> it's the guys funny. from Pig Destroyer oh and they are vegan and animal rights activists, and they bring animals in As evidenced by their band Pig Destroyer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I also was reading... A bit of a mixed message there. uh, Hate Beak is their project of their animal bands. Also, I guess I could be wrong that it was their caninus, but I think I'm right. Anyway, Hate Beak is the one that got biggest of those, Mm -hmm. and um, people... You should listen to it, because it is just straight-up death metal, and then a, a cockatiel goes, ah, it's crazy. And, uh, <laughs> so they don't tour it, though, because they think that the stress of touring would hurt the bird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's really considerate. That's yes. true. You could so just... It's like a recording, you know, a recording project. Exactly, yes. I would tour, but just catch a bird in each town. Yeah. Make it do the show and then go local. Let it free. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? It couldn't be someone who owns the bird in the town yeah. bringing you on a catch. It has to be a car. And when I say <laughs> let it free, let it free in the venue as the show is letting out. <laughs> Absolutely. And everybody waves at it as it goes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Bye. And then the sitcom ends. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the credits roll. <laughs>
Hate beak. Uh, Brian, if you, I don't know if we if we can see these duck pics anywhere, but uh, duck pics. That's funny. <laughs> will you will you give the <laughs> it is. give the Hot ducks duck pics? Don't give send these, unsolicited duck pics. No, <laughs> give these duck pictures to uh, Stacy, and she'll post them on the Max Fun uh, Instagram. That would be great. Okay, oh, I see these I ducks see there behind your shoulder. Very these are nice. really lovely yeah. ducks. I think it makes sense for us to be runner ducks. Mm-hmm. We're certainly not fighter ducks. No. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> We're out of there. Um, yes. Very nice ducks. Very nice animals. Uh, check out the uh, check out the social media for those. We'll post them. Thank you very much. Beautiful plumage. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful plumage, just like us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a minute on Jordan Jessica. That's how we attract mates. Hi, I'm Dave Hill from Show Business. And while I'm not from Canada, my grandfather Clarence Vincent Blake Sr. was, and he wouldn't shut up about it. My grandfather moved on to that great penalty box in the sky way back in the 80s. Still, all these years later, I can't help but wonder, what do we really know about Canada and its people? Which is why my friend Chris Gersbeck and I decided to make So, You're Canadian brand new podcast from the Maximum Fun Network, on which I attempt to get to know our neighbors to the north, one Canadian at a time. Coming to Maximum Fun, August 27th. And I'm not sorry. Listen, I'm a hotshot Hollywood movie producer. You have until I finish my glass of kombucha to pitch me your idea. Go. All right, it's called Who Shot Ya, a movie podcast that isn't just a bunch of straight white dudes. I'm Ify Whitey the new host of the show, and a certified BBN. BBN? Buff black nerd. I'm Alonzo Duraldi, an elderly gay and legit film critic who wrote a book on Christmas movies. I'm Drea Clark, a loud white lady from Minnesota. Each week, we talk about a new movie in theaters and all the important issues going on in the film industry. It's like Guess Who's Coming to Dinner meets Cruising. And if it helps seal the deal, I can flex my muscles while we record each episode. I'm sorry, this is a podcast? I'm a movie producer. How did you get in here? Iffy, quick, start flexing. Bicep, lats, chest. Who shot you? Dropping every Friday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Dave Ross. Uh, hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, Dave. I panicked. What's happening, I, Big D? I, I didn't let it. I didn't let it flow. I didn't no, improvise. I it, just honestly, had a panic attack. Pretty good nickname. Uh, hello, Dave. You've got a brand new uh, comedy record album. I absolutely do. Is this something that people can listen to if they're interested? Like, let's say they they listen to you on Jordan Jesse Go. They said, you know, this Dave Ross seems like a funny guy. I should check out his work. You know, I'm excited that you brought this up because they can. Oh, okay, they absolutely can. Mm, okay. uh, it's streaming on the services Spotify and Apple Music. You can also buy it on uh, Bandcamp and iTunes and Amazon. And uh, also, I didn't. I wanted to do something a little more special than putting out a CD or a tape. So I made 
uh, I made a 150-page two-way flip book that you can buy out of uh, art that my friends made. And I, I, I don't know. I sort of make flip books using my Instagram stories. It's hard to explain unless you've seen it. But So if you want a physical copy of the album, you buy that, and it comes with a digital download. And all of those versions of the album are collected together on a website I made, which is sex.guns.beer. So just go to sex.guns.beer. Easy to remember. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. So, Dave, you're telling us <laughs> you're selling your record album mm-hmm. in the form of a flip book yes. made with art that your friends made. Yes. Uh, I also wrote a story. And in you're the book. also telling us that you're uh, some kind of punk rock guy. Yeah. The pieces just aren't adding up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, well, you know, I think it was time that punk rock had a flip book. Yeah. You right, know? sure. The world's first punk flip book. Yeah. It's just photos of dead people. (laughs) (laughs) That's super punk. That's way punker than I expected it to be. You just get a copy of the basketball diaries, okay? Gigi Allen autopsy photos. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, the flip book is an ever-increasingly large pile of shit. Mm. That's, yeah. Uh, MaxFunStore.com is where you can get the uh, Summer Boys of Summer merchandise as well as some other Jordan Jesse Go merchandise. Yeah. Got a few Tuppies t-shirts left. Got some tees up there. A lot of fun stuff. MaxFunStore.com. Yeah, it's a nice store. Very nice store. Like, one of my faves. I would say number one for me, got to be Neiman Marcus. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> number you go two. To listen to some jazz piano. Number two is going to be Coles. Yeah. Do they play jazz piano in Neiman Marcus? Uh, I think they play classical piano in Nordstrom. Right. <laughs> That's Neiman for Marcus sure. is a little more, a little more for for hep cats. And past Jordan Jesse Go guest uh, Brent Weinbach was a pianist in Nordstrom in oh, San Francisco. Wow, that? is that true? Yeah, that's absolutely true. Did not make that up. Wow, it's a lot of yeah. colorful life. Got, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've only ever been to Nordstrom Rack, where mm. they just oh know, yeah play elevator music. Sure. Uh, you know, I I don't know. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> I was in a Nordstrom Rack recently. I yeah. heard uh, the song Brand New Jones by Thick by Robin Thick. Really? I really liked that song. I was happy to hear it. I was lying about the elevator music in Nordstrom Rack. No. Yeah. Well, it was there you a go. joke that fell flat. Well, that was a true anecdote about me hearing a song. I liked. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're having a great time. We're having a fucking good old time we're having a great all time. around. <laughs> Brian Sunny D. Fernandez is our producer. You can find us on Reddit, maximumfun.reddit.com. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Jordan Jesse Go. You can find us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne and at Jordan underscore Morris. Uh, Dave, you on that uh, Twitter? Oh, yeah. At Dave to the Ross. D-A-V-E-T-O-T-H-E-R-O-S-S. Well, it's fine. It's, like a, it's got like an urban twist. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You got that from uh, your social media intern, Big Scoob? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he was like, you got to add some flavor to your name. This Dear Dave God. Ross thing isn't working. I hope I'm right that the name of that guy that danced for Big Daddy Kane was Big Scoob, because otherwise I'm going to get a s- series of at messages from, I guess, probably from Big Scoob. I don't know who else. <laughs> yeah, but... something tells right. me you'll get messages no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Either Big Scoob will be excited that you got it right or he'll be mad that you got Listen, it wrong. We've talked we've, we've, <laughs> based on the conversation in this episode. We're all getting nats no matter what, okay? <laughs> we're all getting nats. Totally. Can I just say this though? Jerome, come on Jordan Jessica. Yeah, get in here. Jerome, you're invited. Get in here. Bring the mirror, baby. Sure. Okay. Uh we will talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.